Well, hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to The Ernest Man Show. Wherever you may be in this world. Just a quick message on how you can win a fabulous prize. After listening to an episode, simply go to my website, theearnestmanshow.com, and go to the Discuss comment section below the episode. Leave a comment. That's it. It's that simple. Within a week, if a winner is chosen, you possibly could be a winner of a fabulous prize. Okay, well, it's it's not a car or a boat, but then again, you don't have to pay any taxes on it. So, what are you waiting for? You've got a good chance, and you can say anything you like. So, that's my message. Now, let's go to the show. This is episode number 82, Invasive Trash Culture. Today, we're going to be talking about something that I feel has not been addressed in the media as it should be. We're going to be talking about a piece of trash known as Gershon Fuentes, a 27-year-old undocumented piece of trash. But first of all, let's talk about a few other things. And we're going to try to tie this insanity somehow together so that something which is terrible and makes no sense can somehow make some sense. I am not and never have been a big proponent of morality or what some may claim or call classic morality. I much prefer ethics and my reason for this is because the very two are so very different and uh, it's the fact that many people do not recognize exactly what those differences are so in the shortest possible explanation what it is is that morality can most generally be defined as uh, addressing your life or your life's behavior via a religious connection 
And if you are running your life based on ethics, you are trying to lead a proper life simply because it is the right thing to do simply because it benefits individuals and society. So very loosely, one is a behavior or a set of behaviors that is curtailed or governed by a belief in God versus the same thing but simply on the notion of what is proper behavior, no God necessary. I definitely fall into the latter camp. However, just like everything else, I have found that nothing is perfect. Nothing is perfect, and so I don't subscribe to the idea of pure ethics either, because with pure ethics, there is no accountability of recompense. And when there is no recompense, you have people, even if they themselves don't recognize it, they're incomplete. Because in order to really be complete, one does have to have recompense. So, that is the reason why, for instance, that ethics does not cover recompense. And conversely, neither does religion. There is a huge void there, and I think that it is ultimately destructive for individuals and hence for society. So if you um, if you want to feel more normal, you have to engage and allow yourself to engage in normal behavior. So if someone seriously wrongs you with no justification at all, you have every right. Actually, what I should preface is saying, because this is the problem right now, you don't have every right because the law 
gets into the way of that. So let me back up and clarify my little mistake there. I'm saying you should have the ability to gain recompense, to gain satisfaction. That is why, for instance, even in America, during the time of the uh, in the colonial period, um, this is why they were still dueling because besides the law, it said a man, any man had a right to seek satisfaction. And uh, that was uh, typically, at that time, was the dueling, the classic uh, two men taking their you know, muskets and back-to-back -back and walking X number of paces, turning and, and firing. But it is to get there is a difference between justice and getting satisfaction also known as recompense but we overall and and we may have for instance in a, a civil case or a business case you know we if we're lucky we can um, get our day in court let's say and uh, if the person is really lucky and they were justified and the whole thing is said and done, they could say, yeah, we had our day in court and I feel satisfied. But you see, that is actually an abstraction. You see, in order for me to I can only say so much you guys have to figure out the rest I've stated this several times but there is a difference between real satisfaction and say for instance the law or justice or so-called justice what have you the two are not and never have been and never will be synonymous so bear that in mind with what else I'm about to say If anybody else wants to look at anyone else's behaviors using a cultural contextual lens, well, I, I don't know if I necessarily think that's a good idea. I don't subscribe to that.
because the problem with that is it is hypocritical. On the one hand, you can't claim to have a standard of human behavior which you readily call out and identify with and you say, well, to do this, I mean, this is just, you know, this is what we do, this is human, as though it were a universal, as though it's understood and accepted. And depending on what it is, maybe it should or should not be. But on the other hand, if there is an aspect of a culture which is apparently 180 degrees going against that standard, you cannot just conveniently, well, you can if you want to be a fucking hypocrite, but you can't just turn around and say, oh, that stuff, hey, they do it all the time. It's part of their culture. Ah. Ah, I see. So by that standard, if that is the case, then, for instance, um, groups say, I don't know, in biker culture, they, you know, routinely beat the shit out of their wives, girlfriends, or what have you. You're supposed to go, eh, hey, leave it alone. Let it rest. It's part of their culture. Are you getting me on this? Are you actually listening and and hopefully seeing what I'm trying to illustrate? You can't have it both ways. It's what I'm trying to say. Either something is animal-like or it isn't. Now, of course, I could be accused of black and white thinking. That's, uh, that's been a very convenient catchphrase for anyone who processes things in this manner. And it makes the other person feel more virtuous because some some university pricks started this you know 40 50 years ago or so but um, there yes there are some things that are black and white and um, that is um, another unfortunate fact that many people simply do not want to hear or imagine and one of the reasons for that in addition is that it would hold them accountable to a standard of behavior and in addition to that
it also holds certain groups and certain subgroups to a standard of behavior. And apparently they don't like that because if it has been thoroughly researched, for instance, and documented that uh, these certain groups and subgroups or cultures, if you care to call it that, do not seem to adhere to those rules of, you know, order and, and such, then something else must be going on. And like anything else, depending on how far the explanatory rabbit hole one chooses to go, you can try to explain it away with an endless barrage of excuses. But I believe that where we are right now is the truth of the ugliness of certain aspects of certain quote-unquote cultures is coming to the fore and kind of like it is a whack-a-mole but the heads are popping up far faster than ever before and we just can't whack them all down except instead of a harmless child's game uh, this is having very very serious um, social implications and even those defenders of all that don't want to admit it <laughs> and that's the thing and so what what do you say is there, these people you know, I, I realize there's some older righties who I don't necessarily agree with. And they'll just, if they could just say it, they would just kind of say, oh yeah, they're, they're fucking animals. And I say no. And I'll tell you why. There is a separate ism. There is a separate something to this this whole because that's 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 gone on for forever that certain things that are seem to be endemic within certain cultures is this this knee-jerk reaction to call them animals um, no, no, 
not animals. See, animals, most animals, vast majority of animals, um, yeah, they don't, um, they don't do the things like of this ilk that humans do. A rat may be very disgusting in some ways and do some disgusting shit, but a rat never tries to fuck a dead rat. And although we all know how much rats can overpopulate an area because of how many times they breed and their litters and so forth. But despite all that, um, rats do not try to engage in fucking immature rats. And to the best of my knowledge, at least, especially at least as far as any of the higher animals are concerned, mammals or whatnot, yeah, they they don't try to engage in sex with immature, sexually immature members of their own species. So, can't call them an animal. Think about that. That is really important as far as I'm concerned. No matter how dysfunctional something is, can't call them an animal. Um, so we could call it, um, you can't call it animal culture. Uh, what's left? Top of my head. Uh, trash culture? Because many people, for instance, in the U.S., um, they like to um, put down their own fellow countrymen and oftentimes this is not justifiable. It's just something that started a very long time ago and still sticks around because people like to feel morally superior. That's why I don't engage in the morality game. But, um, yeah, the people oftentimes in this country the people of the north are always they say oh we're we're just ribbing you we're just jokingly you know giving you a hard time but in reality no they're not they they view them as trash or white trash and they say what they mean and they mean what they say and whether or not that is deserved is not for me to decide my only point is pointing out something that exists
But if someone's going to come to me and they're going to say, okay, you know, it's usually someone like just, I don't know, pick one, your your favorite ducking SJWs, typical. Because they've been doing this shit for years, years and years and years. And finally, a large percentage of the population has grown tired of it. Especially when it doesn't it doesn't hold shit for water. It doesn't hold shit for substance. Matter of fact, probably shit itself has more substance. Because if you're going to try to tell me that this should be more or less excused and put within the context of one's culture, I just say, go fuck yourself. You may convince, you may be one of those um, very well, technically well-worded, well-spoken intellectuals that can easily uh, manipulate young people at a university campus with your bullshit, but you're not going to do that to me, and you're not going to do that to working people. I'm talking about regular working folks and what they see in their day-to-day life and what they have to interact with in the real damn world day in and day out. People aren't blind and people aren't stupid. Stop treating them that way. So, I don't know. Whatever it is, whatever the culture is, well, I, for instance, would not choose to have my home next to a biker home where I would have to listen to a guy beat his wife every other day and in addition to all that being spineless and uh, not doing anything about it and or being too afraid to do anything about it because of uh, worrying about repercussions like calling the, the cops or what have you no because I don't live or want to live next to a biker home and um, don't want them around I don't want to be around them and maybe probably wouldn't want to be around me now I have been in the company of many people who you might call bikers and fine folks and 
had no problems. But I guess in real terms, the difference is, I don't know how much they may have had the, of course, they've got the, the bike and the leather vest and, and all that. Maybe, they, you know, belong to a club or what have you. But in real terms, I say in real terms, um, we're not talking, I don't know, we're not talking the 60s, 70s, even 80s here. A lot of those guys are old and dead. Old, very old or dead or both. Um, we have guys that ride motorcycles. Guys that absolutely look the part but if you went back all those years a lot of them would not have been riding with those guys because not because they don't look the part because they're not mentally disturbed enough or psychopathic enough uh, but they'd want to be around them so, but um, I have been around quite a few pe uh, people, like I said, that uh, play that role and ride those bikes, and never had a problem. Matter of fact, some of the some of the nicest guys, friendliest guys I'd ever met, and would help you, would help you even if you don't ride a motorcycle, would help you in a heartbeat. And a lot of them are really, you know, I mean, we're talking really big guys. So not that it would ever come to that. I sure as hell wouldn't want to piss them off. But I'm just saying. But there is a difference. That's all I'm saying. And, um, yeah, so um, what, what do you, but what do you call what do you call something that is other than that which it is? And if it's a part of that culture, then it is a trash culture. It is what it is. So, if you have certain behaviors that do seem to be well-established in certain cultures and all there's going to be out of the woodwork all these people are going to explode on me and say oh this is just a, a crazy isolated thing and I'm like no it's not as a matter of fact girls of that of that age of around 10 10 11 ish in there is fairly common in Mexico. So, um, yeah, it is. So, you'll have to figure that one out for yourself. I can't sit here and tell you all about that you have to do your own research but I know 
how I feel. And I would hope, especially to any other men out there, if this happened and it was my daughter, I don't think I have to spell this out to you. And guess what? I'm not going to do, I wouldn't be doing, I wouldn't dream of be doing, and no matter how much certain people want me to be doing a huge kumbaya with this kind of fucking trash, it wouldn't be happening. It never will. So, what what is pretty much assumed to be true, to my knowledge on this story of this uh, 27-year-old guy named uh, Undocumented uh, Gershon Fuentes, if I'm pronouncing his first name correctly, I'm not overly concerned with with it but um, it appears as though it's I believe they're still 100% conclusively waiting for the DNA but I I think I believe that that's already been determined and if that is the case I do not subscribe to the life in prison sentence that's being kicked around because for the for for several reasons and I have talked about this several times before um, that's one of the first things they the weakened westernized uh, society wants to do under the guise of being humane when in reality it's inhumane on various levels one of them is that this this human fucking trash gets three hots and a cot for life and it is a huge expense and nobody in America I don't care what it is that waste their money we're talking about tens of thousands hundreds of thousands perhaps millions they seem to be utterly totally and fucking completely oblivious to this whether it's the the president or his cackling giggling idiot assistant known as Camellia gallivanting all over the globe on on Air Force One which takes millions of dollars to operate while they gallivant on your ticket on your cost on your bank account whether it's that or this thing of wanting to warehouse examples of human trash for 
umpteen years again at their own expense is fucking idiotic next thing next problem is that the people involved they get no real recompense they get no true real satisfaction so let me give you in conclusion here let me just give you a small example of what I think could be a great solution all the way around that the injured parties we could make it an absolute ritual in and of itself they used to do this by the way this was done during the Second World War and it was done in the Navy in particular but um, you have a person who is absolutely beyond a shadow of a doubt guilty and they've done something or more than one thing very vile very horrible and all they do is instead of a endless lengthy legal procession and then years and years of public cost of sitting on you know death row or life in prison and all that shit didn't do do all that they just come in to a to a room and they take a gun with one bullet in it and they set it on the table and what is clearly understood by the trash is what is intended to be done but then just in case in case they had any other thoughts of weaseling out of this they're told if we don't hear anything in the next 10 minutes we'll come in and we'll assist you therefore this is called assistance so you take out the trash and the people as a matter of fact I think that would feel very good at least I would hope they would feel very good would be say a father or a mother or both where they all get to you know at least at least two of them the parents or one or if if they're not alive family members some someone that was directly affected if that is the case and you allow them to do that you hand them the gun 
and they without without tears without fucking sobbing without crying but with real feelings that are curtailed and they walk in keeping a steady eye on the trash in front of them and they just sit down the pistol on the table and walk away and then perhaps you could have an armed guard that steps up and it's a legal requirement just like your Miranda's or whatever and they say if we don't hear anything in the next 10 minutes we will come and assist you that's it because that's um that's something that i feel is very much needed and very much overdue hey everybody before i wrap things up i just wanted to give you this little message about the contest when you go to my website at theearnestmanshow.com and go on the comments section you can actually leave a comment about anything you want whatsoever after all this show is not about me it's about you and I really want to know what it is you want to talk about so please fill something out let me know exactly what you want to talk about and that is exactly what we will talk about other than that, all I can say is I hope you had a good day today and I hope we all have a better day tomorrow. Take care.